Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Welcome, my beautiful listeners. This week, we continue to talk about love, specifically body love, and how to love our bodies at every shape and size and why we need to feel love for our bodies in order to have a healthy relationship with food and to permanently lose any weight that we want to lose if that's a goal. And this is one of my favorite topics I'm very passionate about because it is so essential for real transformation with food, especially as well as just for happiness living in your body. But I think it's also the most difficult concept for many women to put into practice. The reason being it's a little bit counterintuitive for most people because we have this automatic way of thinking that when my body changes or when I look a certain way in the mirror, then I'll love my body. And I just can't love my body now because if I do, well, then nothing will probably change. I won't do anything to lose weight, whatever, exercise, etc. So we'll see our bodies and constantly judge what we see. We have this tendency to nitpick and we will always focus on what we think is wrong with our bodies and what we don't like about our bodies. Or maybe we even completely avoid looking at our bodies or paying any attention to them because we feel so much shame around them. And We might even have thoughts that our body is so wrong and so unacceptable according to whatever standard someone believes in. But the big secret is, and it's actually, though, not a secret at all, but it is the key to know that you have to love your body in order to have a body you love. And here's why. We are always and forever going to be in a relationship with our body as long as we are alive. And our relationship with our body is like any other relationship we may have with a person or being. When we're in relationship with someone or something, we have certain beliefs about them, certain thoughts, certain feelings about them. And we also have certain actions and behaviors towards them depending on what we believe, think, and feel about them, right? So now reflect on for a moment the beliefs you have about your body right now and also the daily thoughts that you often have about your body and how do you feel about your body the majority of time? Are these mostly positive thoughts and feelings or mostly negative thoughts and feelings? And if you're someone right now who has lots of negative thoughts and feelings about your body and maybe perhaps also having a difficult time with your eating or your weight or your physical self-care in some way, this negative self-talk about your body is a really big reason why. Because imagine this, think of a person in your life that you really and truly love 
It could be a dear friend, your spouse, your child, just someone you really love. And what are your beliefs about them? And how do you think about them most days? And how do you feel about them? And then how do you show up for them? These people that you really love in your life. Do you hate on them? Do you shame them? Do you doubt them? Do you tell them how unacceptable they are or how ugly they are? Or do you constantly tell them how they need to fix themselves or how wrong they are or how not good enough they are? Or instead, do you enjoy their company? Do you show up for them? Do you show them love and care? Do you keep promises to them? Do you believe in them? Do you support them? Do you cheer them on? That sort of thing. Now imagine the same person that you truly love. What would happen if you started to constantly nitpick them, hate on them, shame them, doubt them, tell them how unacceptable they are or how ugly they are or how much they need to change and need to be a better person? What would happen to that relationship you have with that person, more than likely it would start to degrade pretty quickly. Um, They probably would stop showing up for you or they would avoid you or they might even rebel against you and fight with you or they might just walk out of your life eventually. So now imagine someone you really don't like at all. It could be a public figure, someone you know personally, you have certain negative thoughts and beliefs about them in order to dislike them, right? And because you dislike them, how do you show up for them? You probably don't, or at least you don't go out of your way for them. And you probably try to avoid them, or maybe you block them on social media, or you just ignore them however you can, or maybe, maybe that you fight with them a lot over things. Very similarly, if you dislike your body and if you constantly think negative thoughts about it, you don't show up well for it. You don't feel inspired or motivated to do positive things for it. You rather just ignore it pretty much. And you might also have fights with it from time to time. And you might try to get it to conform to how you want it to be, such as going on a super restrictive diet putting in like a super hard workout regimen to try to force it to change. But in the end, what happens is we just get exhausted, right? And end up feeling frustrated or resentful towards the whole situation. And it doesn't work in the end. So now imagine instead, imagine if you could learn to feel love or at least just acceptance and maybe a little bit of appreciation for your body right now, just the way it is without it needing to change. Imagine if you could start to see all the positives about your body and about yourself right now as you are, because there are always positives. You just have to look for them and acknowledge them and be willing to as well. And what if you really started to focus on those positives every single day? Do you think that would make you feel less dislike towards your body? 
And what if you started to even thank your body for things like your heart beating, for your lungs breathing, for your legs walking, for your eyes seeing, for your ears hearing, to thank it for always carrying you through the wonderful and also the not so wonderful moments of life, to thank it for always being there for you no matter what, and even when you don't show up well for it, because it is always still showing up for you, isn't it? And maybe can you thank it for always striving to rebalance itself, always striving for health because it is. Your body's always trying to balance itself so that you stay healthy. Can you thank it for your immune system and its natural ability to heal itself for you? Could you thank it for keeping you alive and for giving you the experiences of life Your body, our bodies, are always there for us through everything, through the great moments, through all the loves, all the joys, and also through all those sorrows. Our bodies are always there for us, serving us. So when you think about that, I mean, for me, how could I not love my body when I think about all that? And so I'm hoping for you, like, if you've really struggled with appreciating your body and, and having a feeling of appreciation or even a feeling of love for it, if that's been super challenging for you, I want you to start to think about those things that I just mentioned, all the things that it does for you, all the things that it allows you in life, even if right now you don't really love what you see in the mirror. So this is where I want everyone to start. If the concept of loving your body is difficult for you, just start to appreciate what your body actually does for you and what it allows you to have and how it allows you to experience your life. And, you know, for you women out there who have given birth, what an incredible reason to pour love into your body Because how amazing is the whole process of pregnancy and childbirth? I chose to never have that experience. But what a truly, truly miraculous process that a woman's body achieves. And on top of that, you receive these wonderful people into your life that bless your life by having that pregnancy and going through that. So you have to thank your body for that, at least. So I hope you see that you really can change the way you think about your body and how you feel about your body right now without it having to change, if you're willing to go there. And the benefit of this is if you have a health or weight loss goal, you get to appreciate your body right now while your body is changing. You don't have to wait for it to be different or healthier for you to appreciate it and to love it right now and to love living in it right now. And when you've changed the way you think and feel about your body right now, you're always naturally going to be more motivated to show up for it and to take really good care of it, whether that is through movement or eating well or getting enough sleep, drinking more water, whatever it might be. 
And I also just want to mention that research has even shown that having a more positive view of your body can help you stay motivated to lose weight more easily by helping you to want to take care of your body. And they've also found in studies that things like body dissatisfaction and just lower self-esteem around your body will inherently decrease a person's desire for physical self-care. So to increase your desire for self-care and to show up well for your body, I want to give you some tips to really help you increase the love you can feel and express towards your body so that you can feel more inspired to practice your self-care, which will then lead to increased wellness and to natural weight loss if that's a goal for you because that is truly where weight loss comes from. Weight loss comes from wellness. And wellness is a very all-encompassing thing. It's not just what you eat. It's not just exercise. It's the mind, body, soul, nutrition. So loving your body, appreciating your body, wherever you can start, you know, wherever you can start to just give a little thank you to your body and then slowly over time, step it up a little bit more. But wherever you can start right now, start there. And as you start to feel more gratitude, more appreciation, more love even, you will naturally want to do things for your body and for yourself that lead to that wellness. And wellness, like I said, leads to weight loss. So here are the tips that I want to give you. So the first one is expressing gratitude. Even if you don't love your body, how it currently looks, whatever it might be, it's still an amazing body for all the reasons that I've been talking about, for all the things that our bodies do for us. It lets you experience sights and sounds. It fights off bacteria and viruses and It allows us to hug our loved ones, to snuggle with our pets, right? Even snuggle with our stuffed animals. (laughs) I still have stuffed animals that I like to snuggle with. I I will admit that. Um, And so just because it's perhaps difficult for you to love what you see in the mirror right now, it doesn't mean that your body has let you down. I think this is super, super important. Absolutely, I've had moments where I didn't love what I saw in the mirror where I, you know, cause I'm not, a, I'm not immune to this either. I really can honestly say I have a deeply loving relationship with my body, but that doesn't mean like I love everything about it in terms of, you know, physical appearance and whatnot. However, I know that my body will never, ever let me down as long as I show up for it. I mean, yes, we will age and things like that. But what I'm saying is, as long as I show up with total love and respect for my body, it's going to meet me right there and give that back to me. It's going to be its absolute best for me in the way that it can be. So keep this in mind, you know, when you do look in the mirror and you're not loving what you see, It doesn't mean that your body has let you down. Your body's still doing wonderful and amazing things for you. So thank it and express your gratitude several times a day. And 
I also just want to say, you know, for myself, one of the reasons why I've always been very consistent with exercise, yes, there was a time in my life where exercise was a compulsion and it was harmful to me. However, my whole life, I mean, even when I was a little girl, it was just unconscious. I was always active, but even from my teenage years and now I'm 46 years old, exercise has been very easy for me. Not because I always feel like doing it, but I just love living in my body. I love to move my body. I enjoy the spirit experience of moving my body. And if exercise has always been a struggle for you, like being consistent with it or you don't enjoy it, just start with something little that you might think you would enjoy. And allow yourself to enjoy movement. Find movement that you enjoy and learn how to love to live in your body. Learn how to love to move your body. It doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to look like a certain gym regimen. Just be open to all the ways that you can enjoy moving your body. Then the second tip I want to give is Make a list of all the amazing things your body does for you and has allowed you to see and experience in life. So sit sit down with a notebook and a pen and write as many positive things as you can that your body has allowed you to experience over your lifetime so far. And then also think of the things you still want to do and experience in life. And thank your body now for helping you achieve these things and for helping you create these wonderful experiences that you're still going to have with your body. Then the third tip for helping to increase body love is to talk to yourself and your body without judgment. This is really huge because so many of us have a steady stream of mind chatter that is negative about our bodies. I mean, we just have mind chatter in general, but so often if we have struggles with our body, our body image, there's so much self-judgment and negative self-talk going on in our brain. And it's like just the ongoing stream of thoughts that makes up the background noise of our life. And, you know, in general, our mind chatter can be very harmless. Like, okay, I got to pick up this at the grocery store. I have to remember to call so-and-so, you know, where did I leave my umbrella? You know, it's just, it's pretty harmless thoughts. But so often, like I just mentioned, that mind chatter is judgmental towards ourselves and self-destructive. And it makes us feel like we're always doing something wrong and like we're never good enough, we're so critical of ourselves, we can be our our own worst enemy. And we'll say things like, oh, you're so stupid, I'm so frustrated with myself, I always do this and that, I'm so fat, I'm so out of shape, I'm so terrible at this. You, you know, the list could go on and on. Uh, insert 100 million negative phrases after I am. And these self-destructive thoughts are constantly being heard by our subconscious. Okay, so let me just back up a little bit. Even though like we might have a lot of negative mind chatter, a lot of negative self-talk, it doesn't have to stay that way. Um, so this is a key point. Even if you have that right now, you can transform that by 
being aware of what you're thinking and then deliberately stopping those thoughts and changing them. And this is a practice. It's not like something you just hear about and then all of a sudden you're able to do it 100% of the time, 24-7. But it's a practice like any other skill. You practice becoming good at it. Okay, but now getting back to the subconscious, like when we have all this negative self-talk, our subconscious mind is absorbing it because the subconscious is like this fertile soil that will grow whatever we plant in it. It's, it'll take whatever we give it and it'll grow it. So this is why I personally care so much about teaching that we all nourish our minds well. Because this negative self-talk, if it's constantly repeated, then it becomes planted in to our brain and grows into belief systems about ourselves. And it really starts to run our lives and create patterns and behaviors that we don't like. So pay attention to your self-talk. And any time that you notice you are negatively talking to yourself about yourself, just stop. Like, oh, notice it. Okay, I'm doing that thing again where I'm judging myself. I'm being mean to myself. Notice it. Pause. Take a deep breath. And then decide at that moment to think something else that is positive about yourself. No, I'm not going to say that about myself anymore. No, I'm not going to think that about myself anymore. And rephrase it to something like, it's okay, I'm learning. It's okay, I'm changing. It's okay, I'm growing. I'm getting better every day. I'm capable. I believe in myself. I'm worth it. I deserve to love myself. I deserve to be a friend to myself. I got this. I just have to keep showing up. I just have to keep practicing the new way. I can do this. Whatever. You know, just as long as it's not berating yourself anymore, it's a win. Then the fourth tip I want to give is to remember that your value has never and will never be tied to your body shape or size. Your physical body can never determine your value as a person. You have a body, but you are not your body. Your beautiful soul. That's what I believe about all of us. Yeah, we all have these physical bodies, but it's not who we are. There's much more to us than just our body, especially our value. Our value and our worth are inherent. They're just something that we're born with. Even if our body is deformed, we have just as much worth and value as, let's say, a supermodel. It's just how it is. And you're also not a clothing size. You're not a weight. You're just a beautiful human being that has incredible value in the world no matter what. And I don't care if you think you're fat, you think you're overweight or untoned or out of shape or unhealthy. You're an incredible and beautiful human being. We all are. Yeah, we all might have things that the outside world might perceive as not being good about us. But at our core, we are all incredible and beautiful human beings. 100% completely worthy 
just as we are, born worthy. And nothing can take that away from you. Your worth is inherent. It's your birthright. And so just claim it and own it. And I understand that that is a practice too if we've not been, well, pretty much none of us have been trained to really believe in our our worth and value. Uh, The way that our culture, society, the world is set up is that we learn at a very young age that we need to earn like approval and validation, which we take that to mean that we're unworthy. Um, However, it's not true. We're not unworthy. We don't have to earn it. We're born with it. And what you desire and who you desire to be is meant for you and you're always worthy of having it. And you also get to decide, this is the other thing, we all get to decide who we are. And we get to choose our identity. (laughs) Okay, Our, our identity has nothing to do with anything except who we decide we want to be. And it especially has nothing to do with your body shape or size or your weight. So you get to choose your identity. And I always say choose wisely. Make sure that what you identify yourself as inspires you and lights you up. For example, just to make it more tangible, you know, if you're a loving daughter or a loving mother or a loving and an adoring wife, loving, adoring friend, um, an encouraging coworker, just an ambitious career woman, just a nice person, uh, a successful business owner, or, you know, just a caring person, whatever it might be, something positive that you see yourself as, you know, Choose that as your identity. And those identities don't depend on your body. So who do you value being right now? Like those examples I gave. Who do you value being now that you already see yourself as? Who you already identify as? Claim that. And also, who do you still aspire to become? And start to see yourself as that now. And always see yourself beyond your body. Meaning, don't label yourself and create an identity around your body weight. Or any negative beliefs or perceptions that you may currently hold about your body because your body is not who you are. And getting back to, you know, claiming a positive identity and really owning that and seeing that as the truth of who you are in this world, but also who do you still aspire to become? Because we all naturally as humans desire to become more. And that is wonderful. It's how we're designed to be. It's what we're supposed to do here. And we need to start to identify as that woman now. And whatever that next version of yourself is that you envision, especially if it's around your health and wellness Um, start to identify as that woman now. You could start to identify as a woman who loves 
to take great care of her body. A woman who loves to eat healthfully. A woman who loves to practice this kind of self-care and that kind of self-care. A woman who loves to move her body this way. You know, you get to decide what that is for you. But if that's not who you've been identifying as yet, and that's who you desire to be, claim that as your identity now and then practice your way into it. It's essential that we connect with who we still aspire to be, okay? So once again, claiming the positive identity that has nothing to do with our body shape or size and loving ourselves for being that person and then also connecting with the identity of who we aspire to be and begin to choose that now as your identity. Start claiming it. Start saying it to yourself. I am a woman who... Because this is the key to real transformation. You must start to think of yourself right now as the person you still desire to be and aspire to be. And this is what will allow you to really step into being her, becoming her. Because when you can start to feel connected to that next version of yourself, it is what creates that emotional fuel, like the drive and inspiration and motivation you need to take the actions that really help you to fully embody, you know, the next version of you, whoever she is and however she is. And then finally, I also want to mention that how you eat does not determine your value or your worth either. You aren't a bad person or a lesser person because perhaps you always eat the extra slice of whatever pie, pizza, because you always finish the bag of chips, the cookies, you binge on the cake. None of that makes you a bad person. And if you eat something and feel bad about it afterwards, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means that if you feel bad for eating something a certain way, it just means there's another aspect of you that desires something else that desires another way of being for yourself. And in that moment, she's just trying to connect with you and she's wanting you to listen to her and understand what she's trying to tell you. So if you feel bad for a certain eating pattern that you have, a certain eating habit that you have, those bad feelings, what are they trying to tell you? That that version of you that's feeling bad You know, what is it that she's truly desiring? Because the reason you're feeling bad is because there's like this, um, there's this misalignment from who you truly desire to be, right? Because if you truly desired to be a person that ate that way, you wouldn't feel bad about eating that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? The reason you feel bad is because there's another version of you that truly desires something else. And the it's that misalignment that creates the bad feeling, So what is that other version of you trying to tell you? That is for you to discover. Contemplate that. Think about that. Maybe she wants you to experience more self-love or self-respect or self-confidence or self-care or it could really be anything. Just that's for you to discover. And keep in mind when you feel bad about your actions, 
Once again, you are not a bad person. You're not less worthy in any way. The bad feeling is just a signal from your soul to try to show you what you are truly needing and wanting for yourself. Okay, so to wrap up this episode, I just want to mention a few things about um, creating what you want to create for yourself by practicing self-love, body love, self-respect, self-confidence. And that key word is practicing. So practicing self-love is what allows you to show up well for yourself in every area of your life. Because if you truly love yourself, love and appreciate who you are as a woman, you want to give yourself the best and therefore you show up well for yourself, whether it's in relationships, work, uh, you know, physical self-care, mental, emotional self-care, right? When you really love yourself, you want to help yourself. You want to do good things for yourself in every area of your life. And then practicing body love is what allows you to show up well for your body and for your physical self-care, like we've been talking about in the whole episode. And then practicing self-respect and also self-belief are what allow us to stay committed to ourselves and to our goals, even on those tough days, or even when you feel like you're failing over and over. Because when you respect yourself and you believe in yourself and also in your desires, you just keep recommitting to them. You don't care about being perfect. You just know like, this is what I believe I deserve. And this is how I want to show up for myself because I respect myself. Therefore, even though it's been very challenging and even though I've had so many failures and there's been so many difficult days around this, because I respect myself and believe in myself so much and believe I'm worthy and deserving of what I desire, I'm just going to recommit and I'm going to keep going one foot in front of the other, so to speak. Because you know, I am meant for this, my desires are meant for me, and I deserve to experience them. And I'm willing because I truly desire them. Like we've talked about in the past episodes, true desires, because I truly desire them. I'm willing to learn from every failure, to learn from every slip and fall, um, and to pick myself back up and just keep recommitting. That's how you get there. I always say, and I didn't make this up, I heard it from a million other people, from my own mentors, that we fail our way to our success. Failure is just part of the process. And then finally, practicing self-confidence is what will keep you taking action and moving forward until you achieve what you desire. Because when when we're practicing self-confidence, we're always have our own back and we don't give up on ourselves and we don't give up on what we believe is meant for us and what we believe we deserve we can have and once again notice the key word is practicing you don't have to be perfect at this it's impossible to be perfect at this actually you only just have to decide this is who i'm practicing being and becoming and it's a lifelong practice and you know, because we're always wanting to grow into becoming new in some way, whether it's around 
our fitness, our eating, our relationships, our work, our career, our hobbies, our lifestyle, there's always more that we might want to go after, another version of ourselves that we've never been. And in order to create that for ourselves, we have to just practice, right? And it's that's transformation. And um, I just want to really emphasize that be open to this idea of practicing. I always like to describe it as a doctor practices medicine. And, you know, not practice in the sense that they are really bad at it and they need to get better. I mean, obviously, they went to medical school and they practiced a lot there to get their degree and their, you know, their internship and to finally be the official doctor. but now they practice medicine, like medicine is the thing that they practice. And as they're going through their career, and this is any career, they are, they're getting better and better and better because they are practicing their career. So I want you to think about your eating, your exercise, your health, your wellness, your mental and emotional well-being, also as a practice that you do for your whole life. And Practice being a woman who loves herself. Practice being a woman who loves her body, who respects herself, who believes in herself, and who is confident she can get to wherever she wants to get to as long as she just keeps recommitting and going forward and keeps showing up for herself. So I hope this inspires you to think differently, number one, about your body But just number two about the whole approach to going after creating things that you want for yourself. And especially, I hope this inspires you to show up differently for your body, to take great care of it, to take great care of yourself because you're worth it. We're all worth it. Our goals and our dreams are worth it because they are meant for us. All right, till next time. Much love and take care. Thanks for being here. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy and more feelings of joy and confidence in your body? If so, I have a comprehensive self-study course called Food Freedom Body Bliss where you can learn step-by-step how to create just that. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com forward slash FFBB to learn more.